Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. The dry spell right now in Queensland and New South Wales is one of the worst in our history. Water is more precious than gold. My wife and I have now accepted we're not having a harvest, and that's hard. Hits, faces of the drought. For our Faces of the Drought campaign, we've had a look at a lot of different things. Those people that are going through the drought, those people that are willing to help those going through the drought. We've had politicians on the line as well. But one thing we haven't had a look at yet is long-range forecasting and whether there is any rain that is sometime in our future. Now, we have uh, Professor Roger Stone from USQ joining us right now. Roger is the director of the Centre of Applied Climate Sciences. How are you? Okay, thanks. Yeah, not a bad dry morning though, isn't it? So uh, not bad for a day like today. Part of your research interests include climate modelling and climate forecasting. So are we expecting any rain in the future? Uh, Depends how far ahead we look. Now these, these sort of patterns, if they're going to break, break in the autumn. So our climate year doesn't run January to December. It runs roughly June to May or May to April, something like that depending on how the Pacific Ocean behaves. And so if this is going to break, this entire pattern, not just a few storms, I'm talking about a proper break, then that would be reserved normally for the autumn. Now, to see if that's going to happen, of course, the closer we get to autumn, the more confidence we have having whether this is going to happen. Um, but there are a few climate models out of the United States, particularly that are hinting that this is going to occur. So that's, I suppose, a glimmer of hope, but only that, uh, a glimmer of hope for autumn 2020. So you mentioned that the closer we get to autumn, the more we're going to know about that climate break or change. How far out will we be before you have a pretty good idea? Is it the sort of thing where we just have to wait until the day comes? Oh, no, we have about three months before we get a a much better idea. So this sort of seasonal forecasting works best about three months ahead. And when you get to about June, we can go almost sort of 10 or 11 months ahead. So it depends on the time of the year because of the way the Pacific Ocean, mainly the Pacific Ocean, the Indian Ocean has a bit of a role to play, but for us it's mostly the the Pacific Ocean, unfortunately. And at the moment it's still very warm in the Central Pacific, which is driving this sort of pattern that's giving us this this type of drought. We had a very similar sort of pattern during the 90s. Some of your listeners might remember uh, the drought we had around the Downs between 1991 and 1995. a very similar pattern in, in the Pacific quarter protracted El Nino. Uh, it isn't a full El Nino the whole time. It's just shades of this happening on and off, but it's enough to keep us in drought. So we're talking quite a few years ago now, between 91 to 95. Is that the general cycle? Is there a 20 to 30 year larger cycle that's going on as well? There, there are actually, yeah. yeah. There's, there's 10, 20 year cycles that run through our system. So a lot of this that we, we've got at the moment is just part of a natural cycle. Uh, plus you've got a bit of climate change coming, just a little bit of climate change coming on top, adding an extra extra bit of heat. But uh, by and large, it's, it's this pack in the Pacific that, that unfortunately moves this way. When it breaks, we can get, get very heavy rain, actually. So uh, it can swing from one extreme to the other very, very quickly. So I was actually just about to ask that. You've mentioned that it's a natural pattern, but climate change is definitely going to contribute to things like this. A little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it just that little bit on top or is it actually making quite a large difference to the drought and what's happening right now, in your opinion? Yeah, the little bit on top can make a difference. Extra extra couple of degrees make a huge difference to what's called evapotranspiration, which unfortunately helps dry out the soil to a, a greater extent. 
big impact on cotton, for example, the cotton industry for these extra temperatures doesn't sound a lot. And for things like feedlots, it doesn't sound a lot, but it could be enough to, to, to move into a new threshold. So it's, it's a, it doesn't change the actual patterns we're getting in the Pacific very much. Uh, it's, it's more when we get them, then you can have this extra heat, especially because the atmosphere is so dry. So the heat just comes straight through and hits the ground and, and dries the ground out very quickly which forms a feedback loop, which then makes the drought conditions even worse. All right, Roger. Well, thank you very much for uh, the catch-up this morning. We do appreciate it. Uh, so what we're looking at is if we're going to get any significant rain, it'll be yeah, around... Yeah, significant rain's the story. Yeah, yeah. So we can still get storms. If you're lucky to get under a couple of storms. Um, and this particular pattern is less severe in the latter part of summer compared to the early part of summer. So it's not all bad news. All right. Well, it's been great catching up. Thank you very much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you. The dry spell right now in Queensland and New South Wales is one of the worst in our history. Water is more precious than gold. My wife and I have now accepted we're not having a harvest, and that's hard. Hits, faces of the drought. As we continue our look at the faces of the drought, it's time now we catch up with uh, one of the founders of Drought Angels, Natasha Johnson, otherwise known as Tash. How are you? I'm very well. Hamish, how are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. So when did Drought Angels actually start and how did you come up with the idea? So we started back in January 2014, um, just after hearing stories of the drought. One particular story of a farmer out northwest Queensland who was trying to sell his stock and the trucks came to take the stock and when they got there, the stock were too poor so they couldn't take them. After the trucks left, this farmer then shot all of the stock he shot his working dogs and then he shot himself Um, and that just broke my heart and kind of resonated a little bit close to home for me because I'd almost lost my mother to suicide in the early 90s um, from banking pressures and um, I just felt that I needed to do something to help and so I thought I would be doing something for three to six months and the rains would come and uh, here we are five years later and um, there's still no rain. Now, a lot of people have heard the name Drought Angels and the amazing work that you do throughout the region, but can you explain a little bit more about who Drought Angels are and the type of services they provide to the region? So we are a charity based in Chinchilla. So we help our families mainly with financial assistance and uh, in particular, if there's special things that the families might need, we'll work with them on certain things. It might be, you know, we had a family recently who had five children and their fridge blew up and they couldn't afford the $2,000 to buy a fridge, so they'd been using Eskies. So we bought this family a new fridge. When people go and say, uh, have a look at the uh, the website, droughtangels.org.au, there's a chance for people to both donate but also apply for assistance. Yeah, they can go to our website to register. Also, we understand that there's a lot of farmers out there who are elderly and don't understand the the computers and the internet. So they also can ring us um, on our landline and we can do the application online with them as well. Part of that application process, is is it a case of people saying, hey, this is what I need or how does it work? What do they ask for? So on the application, they just register all their details. So as long as they're primary producers, they can they can register with Drought Angels for assistance. And on the application, it has um, we ask them to tell us a little bit about their circumstances and what stock levels they have, what sort of assistance they might need. So they can either choose groceries or financial assistance. So by choosing, they can choose either or or both. So then we know what what it is that they're after. Some families, honestly, some families and a lot of families are just after putting food on their table. It might be just food vouchers from IGA or some prepaid visas. 
because they're managing to pay their bills, but they just don't have enough for groceries at the end of the week. So we know how to apply and where to apply online, but do you have that landline number available now if anybody's hearing it and thinks, oh, I'd like to make the call? Absolutely. Our landline number is 07 7371 and then they just choose option three, which is the Pharma Support Help option. Yeah, great. So that number's 07 7371 with option three. All right. Now, Tash, one last question before you go. Obviously, uh, we are talking about our direct region that is affected by drought, but does Drought Angels sort of spread out across Australia? Absolutely. Our wings spread as far and as wide as Australia does. Yes, you did say you're a small charity with a big heart, but I think yeah. that is wrong. Yeah, yeah. You're a big charity <laughs> with an even bigger heart, especially <laughs> judging off of this chat. It's just amazing the things that you do for those struggling farmers and just struggling families because the worst thing about drought is it's we don't know when it's going to end. No. So it's just about helping people along the way. Absolutely. And, you know, we're very passionate and love our farmers at Drought Angels and there's nothing that we really wouldn't do for them. Well, Tash from Drought Angels, thank you very much for your time this morning. Thank you for having me, Hamish and Paris. It's been great talking to you both. Want more Hamish and Paris? Download the hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.